Y'all, when I started this um, journey on Anchor, I didn't fathom, <laughs> I didn't fathom one people even listening. Um, I think I'm daily surprised by the people who um, who resonate with what I have to say. Um, I think what's crazy about this whole experience is that each day that I do this, I get to learn something new about myself. Um, I think what's interesting about this like setup is that I don't have to be concerned about what I look like, um, if people will listen or whatnot, because I truly do this to get what the stuff outside of my head out. You know, some people have hobbies, some people have um, the ability to, you know, just zone out. And for me, talking through um, the stuff that's in my head is my way of of getting better and you know healing. Um, every every article of boundaries or 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 better yet every every article of this like wall that I build in my personal life I get to kind of like dissemble here um today was an odd day um I wanted to go to Nashville to celebrate my best friend's birthday but because it was snowing here in Georgia that I couldn't really um, do so. I couldn't drive up. And so I've been in this, you know, still weird, weird funk. It's like, dang, you really want to, you know, do something and things just kind of get things change and, you know, things just happen. And, you know, sometimes it can be hard for me to just accept things just happening and you know, and having to reroute and, you know, continue forward. And, you know, sometimes when things like this does happen, it, you know, it just reminds me of just, you know, how much control I do not have other than how I react to certain things. And so today I wanted to discuss reactions how do you react? Um, for me, there's a couple of things that I don't like how I react because I tend to react um, internally. Um, I, I think I've said this before. When I do something, it's never going to hurt the other person or thing more than it will hurt me. And so I'm trying to learn how to react in a way that's not self-deprecating, self-sabotage and destructive. And so, you know, I've been I'm, maybe I've been talking to you guys about it, but, you know, I've been sleeping a lot lately and I don't know. And probably I do have to, you know, check that out. But I've been sleeping a lot. Yesterday, I had a dream about all my teeth falling out. And <laughs> I don't know if it was because I was watching, you know, 
this the uh, the Ellis's on YouTube. It's this you know cute family, and I saw one of the kids had their teeth out. But um, but I had this like dream that all my teeth fell out, and while I was there, there was people in my life that I've been secretly just maybe envious of in my dream and I was in this building and or it could have been a, a plane but nonetheless I was in this building and I was walking through the hallways and then there was this big like door opened and it was like a skydiving situation you know what I mean and that was the only way I could get out of that environment where my teeth had just fallen out and I'm literally surrounded by people I've been envious of. So if you want to hear more about the dream, stay tuned. <laughs> So like I was saying, the only way for me to get out of this building slash plane would have been for me to jump, you know? And Shadi ain't gonna really do that, not even in her dreams, you know? And so, but I still had to deal with the fact that I literally had no teeth. And <laughs> I literally had no teeth. And I, I felt like I had so much to say to the people that you know I was you know potentially envious of and but I couldn't open my mouth because what would you say and if you had something to say would it even be heard because you have this outlandish mouth because literally you have no and it wasn't like it was a smooth situation where it was just gums it was like cracked pieces of teeth and if you know me I have i'm not even gonna toot my horn but i have amazing teeth okay i used to hate it when i was young because they were big and they were white and they were straight so i have big straight white teeth without braces at least for the top the top ones and so to you know to have this crack to have these cracked teeth to have no teeth and be around people who i was envious of i was just like Ooh, I am saturated with inadequacy. I am saturated with this feeling that I don't have everything I need. And the only way for me to get out of the situation would, would take me to do something that I'm fearful of, which would be jumping, you know? And I was just like, how am I going to, how am I going to exist in this plane mm, and maybe that was why I was a plane but how am I going to exist in this situation and so it just got me thinking and I was just like where do you feel you may be inadequate you know and it's that's a tough one you know I've talked about my fears I've talked about my failures in love but today i think i'm gonna talk about my 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 failures in general so i'm gonna go back and i'm going to write down 
where I may feel inadequate or where I may have felt like I failed. Um, like I said, this place is this this anchor situation is a place for me to vent. The reason why I like to vent is because I ask myself questions as if I'm my own therapist. But I ask myself questions. Where do you think this has stemmed from? Where do you feel? Um, where where Where's your place in it? And where's people's place in it? You know, and really kind of, you know, psychoanalyze my own damn self, you know. And sometimes I just have to get it out. Because when you get things out, you can really examine if it's a truth or if it's a lie, one. And if it is a truth, you can at least finally give it a space to leave and develop and and really heal. So hopefully I want to come back and talk about my inadequacy. (laughs) I'm such a weirdo. Um, some people are just like, this is this is terrible. Why are you talking so bad? But no, because this is the thing. At some point in time, I'm going to talk about the great things, you know, the th- great things about myself. But for sure, I definitely want to dig deep on the things that, you know, can be troublesome to me. This year has been a lessons of me realizing that dang I might not be as perfect as I like to portray and so I want to release I want to release the portrayals that I've put on myself that I can't bear to stand by anymore so stay tuned yay Hello, hello, hello. This is Skin Deep. Okay, so um, I told you that I was going to talk about things that I feel um, I may feel inadequate in or, um, or you know, just things that kind of like, you know, just, just real issues, right? So I said, where do you feel you are inadequate? First one, numero uno. I often feel like I overcompensate to appear intelligent because I never finished university. Um, I think that's kind of held a weird um, cloud in my head, not because of me not necessarily finishing, but because I felt like I didn't know what I wanted when I went to school. I knew that I wanted to get out of high school. I knew that I wanted to have new experiences. And I felt like because of the home environment that I was in, I didn't feel like I had freedom to do that outside of actually just going to college. So I went, but when I went, I did explore and I did have fun and I did do whatever, but I wasn't focused on school. I didn't didn't care about it. And then when I flunked out because I never went to class and I just felt like, you know, I had failed majorly. Um, And a part of me kind of wants to go back to school, but 
then I also feel like, for what? <laughs> and that also scares me because I'm just like, what would you go to school for, you know? And personally, we're like, okay, well, now that I went out of school and experienced more life outside of the institution of education, I realized I have a niche for people. I have a niche for learning people and discussing things with people. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe become a therapist, maybe, we, you know, but I'm like, I suck at listening. <laughs> and being a life coach would be awesome. But then, you know, to be honest, I'd probably feel like a hypocrite because, you know, my shit's not always together. So me telling people how to get their shit together just seems so far-fetched. <laughs> so, you know, and I was just like, if I want to do something, I would want to do it because I want to do it, not because of what society or my parents or people around me are doing or feel like I should be doing. So I've kind of, you know, I've pushed that, pushed that, pushed that. Trust me, there's a lot more to that also, but I feel like for the one, that being it. Two is I question if I am beautiful because of rejection I faced in high school. Y'all. <laughs> so in high school, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. I wasn't allowed to paint my nails. You know, I was taller than a lot of the girls there. Um, I am chocolate. And, you know, so I had a lot of insecurities um, during that time. And I felt like I didn't measure up, you know, to the girls that I went to school with because I saw them as completely gorgeous and whatnot. And I saw, you know, the tension that they had gotten and I'd always questioned, well, why, why, why wasn't I, you know, built to look like them, you know? And it was just like, as I got older, I'm like, bitch, because you're built to look like you. <laughs> and who you are and what you look like is not the only thing people will notice about you. And it shouldn't be. And, you know, I struggled with that because I was just like, well, you know, I just struggled with it. I just struggled. And so it didn't. I, it didn't it didn't happen until I was in college that I realized okay you might be a little cute you feel me like <laughs> you might be cute and your personality personality um makes up for any anything that you feel you lack in so those are the two there's definitely three more so stay tuned <laughs> right part two um and number three i overwork myself because i don't want to feel like a failure i don't know about anyone else but because of me not finishing school and whatnot um i'm a hair i'm a hairstylist so i braid hair for a living and a part of me has always felt like because I didn't finish school, I didn't get, you know, do no corporate job or whatever, you know, the job that I do do, um, I tend to like put my all in it, right? I tend to like 
overwork myself because I don't ever want to appear like I'm not working because I didn't finish school. I always want to appear, you know, like I am driven even regardless of what, you know, I may have blocked myself from and blase blase. And, you know, sometimes it can be wear and tear because so much of my self-worth is in what I do opposed to who I am. And that is problematic, okay? Um, it's problematic because anything could happen. Anything could happen. You know, you could become sick. You can, you know, you can have an accident. And if you're not working, will you still feel like you are inadequate? You know, will you still feel like you have no self-worth? And um, I remember I will hold that in such a high, you know, like, it, it, that was my self-worth. My self-worth because I didn't start off with self-worth. So whatever self-worth I did have was because I became an entrepreneur when I decided to, you know, work for myself and, you know, do this stuff. Like, the work that I do now has come from a, something that I've learned off YouTube. <laughs> and it sounds crazy, but this is how I've been able to been pay my bills and live you know I, I I learned off YouTube and it sounds wild to me because I've come a long way to be able to you know produce an actual business from something that you know I learned and it didn't come easy I had so many you know failures in that but it made me it made me really learn what hard work is and so I pride myself in it, but then that became my sole level of pride. And so at any point in time, if that was removed from me, I would feel inadequate. And I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. So that's three. <laughs> so four, I push people away and participate in self-sabotage because I'm afraid to say I have actual trust issues. I don't know about anyone else, y'all, but I am queen, madam of deflection, okay? Um, I am very good at self-sabotage. I'm very good at, you know, at cognitive dissonance. Okay, I am good at that. I am good at, you know, really, really pushing people away because I feel like the more people that are in my life, the more people I have to become transparent with. And that scares me. And so doing this really is a part of me sharpening those skills because the people that are closest to me are people that I enjoy and want to be in my life for a very long time. And if I can't allow myself to be vulnerable, um, I may lose these people. And so learning to be vulnerable with strangers <laughs> is my... <laughs> 
is my way of learning to be transparent with the people closest to me. I know it seems ass backwards, <laughs> but that's me. Skin deep. Last one coming up. Okay, okay, okay. So things got a little stuffy, but the last one, number five. I carry a lot of guilt because I feel I can be harmful because I've been harmful to myself. Um, I think that's another like tie to number four being, you know, I push people away and I participate in self-sabotage. Um, I do that because I feel like it can be it can be difficult to um, I feel a lot of guilt I felt I felt a lot of guilt because of things that I felt like I have contributed into situations and that that you know that blew up and even though I may have contributed, I wasn't the only one to contribute, right? But because I did contribute, I feel this guilt. And I always feel this like, oh, like heavy, 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 like, dang girl, why you do that? You know, for what reason? And for me, I am impulsive, right? I know I'm impulsive. I'm impulsive. I'm impulsive. Like, and it's so weird because I'm like passive aggressive, yet aggressively impulsive. <laughs> and sometimes it can be tumultuous because I know that there's a lot of things that I have to settle within myself. Um, and I understand that I cannot do it alone and that always feels like a mark of weakness for me when I can't just get my own shit together by myself and I hate feeling like I want to depend on anyone because I know that depending on people seems so far-fetched because I literally push so many people away. And so I don't want to do that anymore. So I have to deal with my shit. And dealing with your shit is going to require you to acknowledge things. And acknowledgement is difficult at times because sometimes you can't blame anyone else but yourself and when you do finally realize that you've contributed in your own unhappiness you have to decide to forgive yourself 
and I'm learning to forgive myself for things that I've permitted things that I've allowed myself to do because I was lonely angry disappointed with myself and I feel like as I do that I am becoming a better person a person that I can value and love no one is like me and I am like no one and that is the beauty you are not like anyone else no matter how many similarities you have to someone you are you and if you don't allow yourself to see that because of guilt you consume yourself and i don't want to do that anymore so i have to surrender <laughs>
it was an exit. You don't have to be around people that you don't necessarily care for or that you're envious of. And you're and the thing is you sacrificed your get your exit because you want to be here and you, or you're afraid, you know? And fear is a mug. We know this. I say this often. Fear is a mug because you will go through routes that you typically wouldn't have picked for yourself to avoid fear. And um, it's so crazy that that dream came at this point in my life, right? Where there are things that I, you know, that I do want to do, okay? Like the closer December, you know, like it's passing and passing, January's coming up. And I'm like, girl, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? You know, what do you want to do? And I'm just like, I want to do this. <laughs> I know exactly what I want to do. I want to travel to speak to people. I want to have conferences. I want to, you know, do conventions where people from all over the world meet each other and have transparent conversations with one another i want to facilitate places for people to heal um emotionally systematically financially i want to merge people together you know and i'm like oh these seems this seems pretty big <laughs> and you need a team of people and if you need a team of people and you got shit that you need to deal with before you even come across these people, you know, you better hurry up, bitch. <laughs> Yo, I crack myself up, but like, you better hurry up. Like, I need to hurry up, but not rush the process, you know? And I feel like because I value the people that I believe God is gonna send me to create these things, just solidifies the vision because I understand that in order for these people to come I have to be healed not healed but I have to be stronger and so I'm finding my strength I'm finding my voice I'm finding my love for myself so I can further appreciate others and the love that they're willing to offer um so one thank you thank you thank you thank you i surrender <laughs> and you said what surrender is a mighty prayer and it's true i remember there was this time where i literally fell to the floor and surrendered i surrendered i surrendered to the universe i surrendered to my own fucking um stubbornness i had to surrender and when i did so much light came to my life it was so it was weird but i was grateful so jen with the gems you're dope. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in.
I appreciate you, girl. Hey, Skin Deep, how you doing? This is Square Chef, where we eat our way back to a healthy lifestyle and strive for excellence and be brilliant in everything that we want to do. Uh, I don't know if I'm afraid of anything because back in 2004, I went through a traumatic uh, trauma in my life. I had to get a kidney transplant. And through that process, being on dialysis for like eight months and receiving a kidney transplant has made me stronger. And, and now I just like, hey, if it's meant for me, it's meant for me. But I'm going to strive for X and push wholeheartedly of everything I can do. And um, whatever else, I just leave in God's hand. And he just really just worked everything out because uh, he didn't give us a sense of fear, but a sense of power. Uh, so I utilize my power within him and go hard in the paint because I know I got one life to live every day. And I'm going to push, 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 push. Square episode. Hey, Square Chef. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your call in. One, yeah, you are brave and you are, you know, you are strong for the things that you've just gone through. And I definitely believe you that um, God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gives us the spirit of power and strength. And so how we utilize it, it's definitely important. Um, but I cannot deny that people do live in fear, maybe because they do not also know God. And sometimes for me, if I believe God is within me and I am within God, me doubting myself is immediately doubting God um, because, you know, I'm a part of him, you know. And so I definitely feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. So keep persevering, keep pursuing excellence and also keep, you know, keep living the life that you do have because it is so true. Um, I talked about the movie A Little Bit of Heaven. Go watch it. Everyone go watch A Little Bit of Heaven. Okay. Ahora, aquí, like now, right? Because I was in my feelings. <laughs> I cried a lot. But um, it just tells us to really, it just reminds me to live life. Um, not just wait until you die or wait until, some, un, until you're threatened by death. Live it now. Live it now. Live it now. Live it now. Um, so, yes. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you for your calling. I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys for engaging with me. I appreciate you guys for sharing your stories and being transparent. Ah, this is dope. Like, I will continuously be grateful for this because a push towards transparency and candor is a push towards the truth and love. And we all know that we need a little bit of those things to really make this world better. So exchange, continue to share, continue to listen. Skin deep. I'm out. Hey, Skin Deep. This is Mel from Thinking Out Loud. Girl, you really um, went in on those questions. I just... I mean, not those questions, but those thoughts about yourself. And I commend you. You know, I have some similar fears. You know, I, I fear that um, I won't reach my potential, that I, I just don't believe in myself enough. And that's part of why I'm on Anchor, because when I speak to my husband, you know, he sees the best parts of me. He sees me better than I see myself. And he 
values what I say and he thinks that someone else might value what I have to say or my testimony, my life story, whatever you want to call it. So um, I think that you need to put a little more stock into yourself. You know, what you have to say is very valuable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think it's so wild because like naturally um, we're afraid of other people's criticism and, you know, but for me, it's a little bit opposite. Like for me, I'm more concerned about my own criticism towards myself. So sometimes I have to, you know, if I'm going to criticize myself, I'm going to definitely have to come back with two pros about myself. Right. So, um, I have to, you know, it's a, it's a mental thing. It's a mental game that we play. Um, and sometimes you just, you, you know, you, you, because you want to be a better person, you do have to take note, right? Cause I'm not here to sugarcoat anything, um, not with people and not myself. And so if there's a problem that arises within myself, I have to go ahead and address it. And I think sometimes it gets missed because you rag on yourself, it becomes criticism and then you rag on yourself instead of, you know, actually constructive criticism for yourself. And so that's that, you know, tethering balance that I need to continue to, you know, level out. So if anything, it's not bad to criticize, but it's definitely terrible to criticize with no um, rebuttal, positive rebuttal, you know, and positive affirmations and real realness because you're not just all bad. Nobody's all bad, you know, and nobody's all bad. I didn't post your, I didn't post the second column because I didn't know if that was a little bit too personal to post. But if you said, girl, post it, I'm going to post it. But, um, but I definitely feel you on your sister stuff. Like, honestly, when it comes to family criticizing you for stuff that don't even matter, Honestly, you just block them out. You know what I mean? Like, you just have to block them out. And sometimes I had to block my family out for a while. But it wasn't like they were intentional about it. But it definitely, I definitely took to heart what they had to say. You know what I mean? But now as I get older, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I am my toughest critic. So I'm not even going to allow you to, you know, compete with that statement. You feel me? So, um, but thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. It's so, look, and you're new. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to listen. I hope that I, um, I, I can give you something to resonate with. And I would love to hear your story and I would love to hear your testimony. I would love to anyone, all of you guys, I would love to hear your story. I would love to put your story here. I would love, you know, I might have something like Transparency Thursday where you just tell us what's what's on what's going on, you know. So thank you once again for listening. I really, really appreciate you. And um, and I look forward to being more transparent with you guys. Thank you.